Oh boy, the drama and excitement continues at the World Cup 2018. Um, let's get right to the reviews of the action for today. Russia versus Spain. Oh man, when I, when I closed my computer last night, uh, after previewing this game, I, th I thought I had made a mistake. I did feel regret picking Spain. This feeling that I would look like a fool when Russia would learn from the tactics of Spain's recent opponents and nab this upset win from them. You'll just have to take my word for it. But I, I, I will admit, I shrugged it off and thought, nah, come on, it's Spain. They'll pull through. Let's go to sleep, Andrew. It's not worth recording. Um, well, just like Iran and Morocco, Russia bunkered down and challenged Spain to be inventive. Uh, they even got extra time to do it, and they just could not create enough space to get a decent shot past the hero of the day for Russia, Igor Akinfeev. This dude has been with the same club, CSK Moscow, since 2003, and he may be one of the best goalkeepers to never play for a major European club. I thought at some point my memory served me that he had transferred away for a bit and floundered at a major club, but only to revert back to his boyhood club, but uh, no, that's completely incorrect. He's set to make his 400th appearance for the Moscow club next season, only three away from that milestone, and getting his biggest win of his international career, moving Russia to their best position at the World Cup uh, since the fall of the Soviet Union. The analysts are calling this the third biggest upset, I think, from a standpoint of FIFA rankings. Russia at 70 in the world, Spain ranked at 10. But I think this is a wildly unfair ranking for Russia. I was critical about Poland's ranking being too high, and they crashed out despite being number 8. I think this proves again that the rankings uh, from FIFA are simply out of whack. Countries above Russia in ranking, uh, for reference, number 52, Burkina Faso number 58, Albania, number 65, Cape Verde Islands. No idea why Russia is ranked so low. Uh, they've fielded some quality players for uh, quite a few years now, including Akinfeev, another one, Andrei Arshavin, who was a bit of a star in the Euros 2008, leading the Russians to the semifinals where they lost to, guess who, Spain. Uh, his bright play led to London Giants Arsenal purchasing his services, Yuri Zhirikov, their current left back, had a spell at the other London Giants, Chelsea, after that great Euro showing. So regardless of the messed up rankings, it's clear we're living in a new age where no matter how lacking in talent a team might be, not saying that Russia does, it's just this World Cup is proving that if you remain organized in defense, you can snatch a win from anyone. I don't know how anyone can bet on soccer anymore with performances like this from Russia. You look back at Mexico versus Germany, even Iran almost beating Portugal, um, if you can sit back and work as a team to frustrate the biggest stars of the world, your chances are just as good as theirs. Speaking of which, Denmark versus Croatia. Not a terribly exciting matchup on paper, but an exciting start to this match. Wild play in both penalty boxes leading to a second-minute opener for Denmark and a quick fourth-minute response from Croatia. And from there, I think both teams got tentative, not willing to give up the next goal, and a lot of chances just sputtering out. Shots from outside getting lined up, but no finish or, or getting blocked. Extra time couldn't solve it, even with a penalty kick from Luka Modric, uh, Kasper Schmeichel, the near hero of the day, making the save. Kasper is the son of Peter Schmeichel, a legendary goalkeeper back in the 90s for Manchester United and Denmark. You probably saw him get a lot of camera time watching his son Kasper make incredible saves from the penalty spot. Kasper was a part of the Leicester City team that shocked the world of soccer back in 2016 by winning the English Premier League. His play and leadership, of course, helping along the way. But Croatia would win this game today on penalties, title of hero ending up with Daniel Subasic. 
plays his club soccer in France for Monaco. And fun fact, he's actually scored as a goalie, putting a free kick into the net back in 2012. Croatia looked the better team uh, throughout the match, but because of Schmeichel's heroics, you were thinking Denmark would break the hearts of Croatia. Uh, but it just couldn't come to be. And a bit of soccer history here from my point of view, one of the most memorable things that I've ever seen. Go watch the highlights of Turkey versus Croatia back in the Euros of 2008. A testy match with an insane ending. Croatia went ahead in the 119th minute of extra time, one to nothing, and it wasn't enough. Turkey threw everyone forward right away and got the tying goal seconds later. Turkey would eventually win on penalty kicks, so you don't have to tell Croatia about heartbreak. Current players Modric and Rakitic were members of that team, so they will be feeling immense relief that history did not repeat itself as they head into the match against Russia. Previewing tomorrow's matches, Brazil versus Mexico, a matchup of two wildly passionate soccer nations. This one is going to be so exciting, and I'm not making the same mistake twice. I'm thinking Mexico have enough gusto to get this win. Their poor showing against Sweden, a chance to expose their weaknesses so they can patch them up to face a Brazilian side that is easily frustrated. I think they just rely more on talent than tactics to get the job done. If you get under Neymar's skin, he's stoppable. Brazil also will be without Marcelo, their left back, the left-sided defender who is one of the best in the world. He pushes forward a lot to overload the left-hand side of the attack, making defenses work in overdrive to track all those players, including Neymar, who likes to dribble into the middle from that left side. His absence will be huge tomorrow. They've only managed five goals so far, and they've taken on quite a few injuries. Belgium versus Japan. With all that I've said so far, I don't see Japan escaping this one. Belgium have been the most solid team so far, and the reports I'm reading of how they're motivating each other, being critical and demanding better play from their teammates, it's clear that they have the belief that they can go all the way, and I think you can see that positivity on the pitch. Japan are lucky to be where they are, coming off a loss and yet still qualifying, and they're facing one of the best performing teams at this tournament. They'll try to stifle the Belgians like Russia today, but... Belgium have proven to be more inventive than the Spaniards, and we haven't even seen Vincent Kompany on defense, their star center back. Another one of those original transfers for Manchester City back in 2008 when their grand redesign began. He's now their captain. He looks healthy to appear, and their big and fast center striker Romelu Lukaku is healthy again after resting in the England match. He's on four goals, by the way, one behind top scorer England's Harry Kane, although Kane's, a few of those were from penalty kicks. All right, another exciting day in the world of soccer. Hope you're ready for tomorrow. Expect some seismic activity in either Brazil or Mexico. We shall see. Enjoy the games, everybody.